helping you plan for a successful retirement and what's right for you and your family. This is The Aging Hour with Bill Davis and elder law attorney Phil George of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. The opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Yeah, welcome to, uh, well, what that guy called the Aging Hour. And uh, it's all, of course, uh, put together by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. I'm Bill Davis uh, here, your, uh, well, your partial host <laughs> on, uh, on KGMI, along with uh, Phil George, elder law attorney with Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. How you been? I've you been okay? real good. Been real good, Bill. How about yourself? Yeah, no uh, no major, uh, you know, complaints. That's usually what I say. No major complaints. Nobody listen anyhow, right? Yeah, I know. It's I mean, just... You know, if I, if I started gritching about... About stuff you know <laughs> nobody uh, nobody would care you know it, like what like a favorite phrase we use on here if i did complain to somebody they would just say go pound sand go pound sand you yeah. little twit i was i was having a discussion i think with somebody uh-huh. else about about phrases about like that you know about how when you want to tell somebody you know get out of my face yeah uh go pound sand uh when i was growing up it was uh, eat dirt Yes. Yeah. Yep. But my favorite one, I yeah. learned this from a TV show. Uh-huh. If I really want to get somebody out of my yeah. face, uh, I say something like, oh, you can just bite me twice. <laughs> Not <laughs> once. <laughs> you know, you used to say, bite me. Absolutely. Now yeah. we say, bite me twice. Uh, or, or you want a knuckle sandwich. There you, you go. Know? Man, you, boy, you're, gonna, you're going way back oh, to boy. the classics on that Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Y'all want to, yeah, it, it, like the cartoons say, why I ought to. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, good seeing you, man. Good seeing you. What, um, oh, before we get into yeah, yeah. subject matter today, if you would like to be part of the show, if you have a uh, question or a topic uh, for Phil, we always love hearing from you. Uh, the email address is radio at safeharborlegal.com. Again, radio safeharborlegal.com. You can also call Phil's office at uh, 360, and that is 746-7169. Uh, just leave a message. If you've got a question, uh, you got a topic, hey, you may actually answer the phone. Yeah, of, yeah, I uh, might actually answer the phone. You yeah. can talk to me directly. The old-fashioned style. I won't even threaten you with a knuckle sandwich. Nice. What are we going to talk about today? We got a bunch of good stuff today. So initially, we're going to start something where um, I'm going to talk about the Senior Activity Center here in Bellingham. Oh, okay. Uh, so mm-hmm. stay tuned for that. Then we got a couple of real good questions. The first one is when you should gift and to whom. The, the second question is what retirement benefits are open to veterans. And so we'll talk about that. I know there mm-hmm. are a lot of veterans out there that are interested. Mm-hmm. And then finally, we'll get to my favorite segment, the wrap up, where we talk about everything we've already talked about, but we talk about it in a different way. Yeah. Okay. I like that. We uh-huh. talk about it in a uh, in a different way. Okay. So, yeah, when you, you came in, yeah. uh, you and I, uh, we, we have a, um, a little pre-show meeting and then yeah. possibly a pre-show cocktail. That's right. Uh, sometimes. Exactly. A- and you said you want to talk about uh, community conversation. Absolutely. So tell, me, tell me what you were getting into there. So I wanted to take some time to talk about the Bellingham Senior Activity Center today, or just senior activity centers mm-hmm. in general. You know, there's some, we've got a lot of really good ones here in Whatcom County, in Bellingham, Ferndale, Linden, Blaine, Everson. I'm sure I'm leaving some out. There might be one in Soup. Mm-hmm. In Sumas, there's probably one up in uh, Point Roberts. Yeah. But there's a lot of really good senior centers out there. And, you know, what we're finding is that, you know, there's 
the after the last few years in the pandemic, there's a lot of kind of need for for social activity with mm-hmm. being together of, of not being isolated. And so I wanted to talk about just kind of the senior centers around here, what the benefits of them are, maybe some of the activities you might get into just to kind of give people an idea that, mm-hmm. you know, there are some really cool things you can get involved with with the senior activity centers in the area. Well, by the way, speaking about being involved with, aren't you like on the board or you do something with one I of am. the senior centers here? I am. I am. Mm-hmm. So full disclosure, uh, I am on the advisory committee for the Bellingham Senior Activity Center. So I do a lot of work with them. I've uh, been the auctioneer a few different times for their their Christmas trees uh, uh show. Mm-hmm. I've uh, called bingo a few times for them, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, but yeah, I'm on the advisory committee. So take everything I say with a bit of a grain of salt, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but they would, I would highly recommend visiting them and just kind of seeing what they're about and, and all that kind of good stuff. Well, you know, there's kind of, it's not so much a stigma so much, but uh, you know, a lot of folks, maybe they're, they're not inclined to go to a senior center because they think there's just a bunch of old people there, right? I I get that a lot. You know, I hear that a lot. The people think, oh, senior center. Well, you know, their their marketing's awful because they're calling them senior centers. And I don't want to be around a bunch of old folks. And, you know, I have to tell you, and I felt this way even before the pandemic, but there is just a, there's a ton of just activity. You know, if you think, if in your mind you're thinking of a senior center as a place where people just kind of go and, and, you know, they just kind of sit quietly and maybe have a cup of coffee and talk mm-hmm. to their friends and that's all they do. You're really picturing uh, senior centers wrong. You know, they've got just tons of activities. So there's more stuff that goes on. Oh, absolutely. Okay, just like, all, a, uh, give me some examples. All sorts here. of stuff. All sorts. I mean, you wouldn't even believe it. They've got a full gym. I mean, they, yeah. they have uh, they have fitness classes. They have strength training. They got Zumba. They got yoga. They got all sorts of good stuff. Mm-hmm. And they got really good rates, right? I mean, oh, okay. ridiculously good rates for for actually going into a gym. And like I said, you got classes. So if you don't know how to use this fitness equipment, and that's what's keeping a lot of people back, right? They look at this piece of fitness equipment and they think, man, that looks like a torture device from the 1500s. But if you got somebody teaching you and it doesn't cost you very much, heck, you might as well. You got hiking groups and walking groups with different levels. So whether or not you get winded walking from your car to the grocery store or whether mm-hmm. or not you put miles in every day, there's a group there where you can go out and you can look at nature and you can kind of be around other people. Mm-hmm. They've got writing and discussion groups where you can talk about current events. You can do all sorts of different types of writings. They've got book clubs and writing clubs and they have TED Talk discussion groups. Hmm. They have uh, they have groups where they talk about um, – uh, different political things, but huh. the rules are you have to talk to people in, in kind of a respectful sure. and, you know, kind of a civil manner. So mm-hmm. you can kind of practice your civil discourse. You do have card groups. So you play Pinochle, Bridge, Mahjong, Bunko. I'm sure you'll be able to find cribbage games going on. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got music and, and dancing. So they've got tap dancing. They've got English country dancing, open dancing. If you play an instrument, they've got a band. And if you sing, they've got a chorus. I mean, Mm -hmm. it really is just about everything. And that doesn't even get to just the regular recreation stuff like pool and ping pong and bocce ball and and cornhole of all things and all that kind of good stuff. (laughs) They they do community meals. They have bike groups. And they they, they just do so, so, so much. And, you know, really, there's just so much that goes on at the Bellingham Senior Activity Center that it's just... If if you're one of those people, you know, that mm-hmm. is that has been kind of isolating for the past few years. And, and you know what? The vast majority of us are. You know, this is. Yeah, it, it's a great place to be. 
Well, you know, it, I'm sorry. I started laughing when you said cornhole. And, yeah. and, and let me tell you why. I know it's a popular game. Yeah. Isn't that the beanbag game? Exactly. Where, well, that's what we called it when I was a kid. Absolutely. There's one bags. on either side. It's However, kinda, yeah. when I was in college and, yeah. and in my youth, cornhole meant something totally different. <laughs> 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 I remember a guy and I were talking about, uh-huh. uh, we, we were chatting about somebody trying to negotiate a deal with him. Uh-huh. And this guy said, I think he's trying to cornhole me. <laughs> Which, exactly. That was a bad it was, terminology. It was an entirely different kind but of game. But now cornhole is much more of a fun Exactly. It's uh, more thing. of a fun experience. Before you wouldn't have wanted that to happen to you. But no, now, now cornhole it's okay. is a pleasurable yeah, experience. You have, you have described for us a, an immense amount of activities. Absolutely. There. Yeah. No, there really are. And, and, you know, that's really just the, the, the tip of the iceberg. They mm-hmm. have... You know, you can find groups that go traveling where, you know, you can find companions and other groups if you want to travel through Europe or parts of America. They have, you know, different language groups. They have all sorts of cool stuff. They have dances. They have, they have, uh, like I said, they have bingo. Mm-hmm. They have uh, different informational sessions. I'm going to be doing a big um, informational push here in June of this year. Mm-hmm. So each of the different big senior centers is going to be bringing me in, and I'm going to be speaking about just kind of how to put your plan together and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So um, I'm going to enjoy seeing everybody out there and talking to them about that. But, yeah, yeah. B- before you came in here when we were uh, chatting uh, before we went on the air, you, yeah. you were relating to me a um, discussion uh, that you had with a lady at the center yeah. about how she described what she, yeah. she put it in a really cool term. Yeah, she right? did. She did. Yeah. She said it's like a cruise ship that never leaves port, yeah. right? There's always something to do, she says, and something going on. And, you know, that's a really cool way to look at it is anytime you walk into the senior center, there is always going something going on. There's mm-hmm. uh, a meal getting cooked and you can sit down and you can have a, a really good meal for not much money and you can be around other people. And there's just tons of activities. They have a coffee shop there and they have a, a library where you can get books so it's a fantastic place to be and you know i have to tell you as you get older your your level of socialization becomes so incredibly important Mm -hmm. it's probably the best marker i have for how well people are going to do in retirement is how much social activity they get so if you can man i i I would absolutely encourage you to stop by um check it out for yourself Uh, i think that what you're going to find is just a fantastic atmosphere and and probably it's probably going to be quite a bit different than what you'd expect. Do you have some contact info for the I, I Bellingham do. I absolutely do. Center? So if, if you want to reach out to them, if you want to talk to them or talk to them about memberships or coming in to talk to them or anything like that, you can reach out to them at 360-733-4030. That's 360-733-4030. Hey, you know, do me a favor. Maybe in the future, bring some folks in uh, from the center. Yeah, absolutely. uh, And we'll chat with them uh, during our segments. I think that's a great idea. Absolutely. What's up next? So next we're going to, we got a question uh, from a client. They want to know when they should gift and to whom. That is uh, coming up on uh, the second segment of the big show, The Aging Hour, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, here in just a couple of minutes on KGMI. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. 
But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes, no being forced out of your home against your wishes, and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. It is the Aging Hour, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Uh, Phil George, our uh, elder law attorney here for the show. Uh, by the way, you can reach him at uh, radiosafeharborlegal.com. That's radiosafeharborlegal.com. you got a question or a topic, or you can call Phil, uh, 360-746-7169. Um, let's see. So if you've um, – by the way, we say a topic or a question yeah. – if you if you want to uh, basically take either one of us to task on anything, absolutely, we we uh, we love constructive uh, criticism. Sure. We lo- actually we love criticism of any kind. Yeah, absolutely, send it in. Well, just you know, uh, what did what did my wife tell me one time? Lisa says work that's not inspected is not uh, oh work work that's neglected, mm-hmm. not inspected, 
Uh, that's not a good thing. That's you know what I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Work that is not inspected is neglected. Right. Yeah. Interesting. I mm-hmm. like that. I think that makes a lot of good sense. Well, she used to run call centers, you know, and things absolutely. like that. So uh, they would they would have uh, constant yeah. um, you know sessions yeah. where you would just kind of go over you know absolutely. what you're doing. Yeah. Well, you can't better yourself if you don't get any kind of ideas you yeah. know, about something you might be doing a little bit funny. Y- you uh, you got a question mm-hmm. about uh, gifting uh, yeah. that can be a part of a good. They want to know if it, if it's part of a good estate plan. Uh-huh. And if it is, what's the best strategy yeah. uh, for gifting? Yeah, so it's a great question. Mm. Um, so gifting can be part of a good estate plan, uh, but you you just have to be really, really careful. You have mm-hmm. to be really careful on when you do it. So when is it a good idea to gift? When would that be, do you think? Yeah. Um, so basically, to start, there's a lot of different ways you can do this. Gifting can be part of a good estate plan in just a ton of different ways. And so we'll go through and we'll talk about those. So gifting can help make somebody eligible for long-term care. Mm -hmm. So uh, especially for a married couple, gifting can really help get one spouse onto a Medicaid. Or if you have, um, if you're a veteran and you're going after aid and attendance, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. Yeah, because there's something about Medicaid and $2,000 or $2,200. Exactly. uh, um, So uh, you have to be down to, in order to access Medicaid to help pay for long-term care. And remember, the average cost of long-term care in Washington is about $10,000 a month. Okay. So Medicaid will help cover the cost of long-term care, but before you can get there, you have to be down to about two thousand dollars. Yeah, and then you can get that. You can get there mm-hmm. by gift by gifting. Right. So if I have two spouses, my myself and my wife, and I get sick and I need to get on Medicaid, I can gift all of the assets out of my name and mm-hmm. into my wife's name. So it's just just taking my name off the house, taking my name off the bank accounts, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And with just a couple more gyrations, with that gifting, you can actually make a, a spouse eligible for Medicaid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and save virtually the entire estate. The, the estate, what about the, the taxable liability yeah. and all that? Does that help Absolutely. Know, reduce that? Absolutely. So no. in Washington, our estate tax limit is about $2.2 million. So mm-hmm. if you have an estate over $2.2 million, they're going to tax you on everything. That's, they're not going to tax you. You're dead. Right. They're going to tax your estate, your right. family, after you pass. So one of the ways to reduce your overall estate, because obviously the idea is you want to get your estate under $2.2 million, mm-hmm. You can give some of that to charities. You can gift it to family members. And so, um, yeah, gifting it out like that is is a really good way to reduce the size of your taxable estate. Mm -hmm. The the problem with that is you just, it's the timing, right? You don't want to give away, you don't want to have, give away all of your assets to your kids. Mm -hmm. And then it turns out you just have a a walk in pneumonia and you get better. You you mentioned about charitable giving. Can can you expand on that a little bit? Um, So giving to charities, basically, you know, you can accomplish your charitable goals there. So a lot of people, they want to give assets to their church. They Mm -hmm. want to give assets to a specific cause that means quite a bit to them. So, you know, you can accomplish that through your estate planning. You can say, when I pass away, um, I'm going to give this to, I'm going to give this to this specific charity. Mm -hmm. You can also say that uh, you can set things up, things like charitable remainder trusts and things like that, Mm -hmm. where you can say, okay, I'm going to put my home in a trust, a charitable remainder trust. I'm going to use it for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And then when I pass away, 
it's going to go to this charity. So you get to use it, the value of it. You have complete control over it during your life. But when you pass away, it goes to a charity and it comes off the rolls for your estate taxes. You have to be kind of careful when you're setting this kind of stuff up. This is something you're thinking about doing. You got to avoid. You're going to want to call me. This isn't something you're going to go down to the old uh, Home Depot of legal documents and buy yourself a couple of do by fours and do yourself. This is something you're going to yeah. want to have help with. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Uh, we're talking with uh, Phil Georgia, the aging hour brought to you by uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Mm-hmm. Phil's uh, an elder law attorney. And mm-hmm. uh, this segment, we're uh, talking about when it's a good idea to uh, do some gifting. Mm-hmm. Um, kiddos? Yeah, um, absolutely. Is it? Uh, absolutely. So, they some figure folks, in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, probably more than some people want them to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but some folks, they want to give their kids assets now, whether or not it's a down payment on their home or they want to take advantage of a good business idea. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they can. They can give them those assets now. But now, when you say that, where mm-hmm. it, it sounds like you're talking about uh, doing that, the, yeah. the, the gifting while you're still yeah. here. Yeah. And I thought in past shows, I thought we'd talk about you, you can't, uh, a gift is limited to it's like 15000 yeah. a year. Yeah. And so everybody's kind of okay. heard that rough number, right? You're not supposed okay. to give more than $15,000 right. in the calendar year. Yeah. Well, you know, that's something that, that, Again, a lot of people think is gospel. And in actuality, the $15,000 is just where you have to start telling the IRS about it. Oh, so gotcha. your actual lifetime gifting limit is about $12.6 million per person. Oh, so okay. yeah. it means my yeah. wife and I could gift $25.2 million together. But right. the IRS, the reason they've got that, and it used to be $15,000, now it's $16,000, but the reason there's that $16,000 limit is if you give one person more than that $16,000 in a calendar year, then the IRS wants to make sure that you tell them about it. Okay. So if yeah. I end up giving my kid a million dollar home or something like that, I have to let the IRS know about it. Mm-hmm. I have to fill out what's called a form 709 with my tax returns of the following year. And then the IRS just knows, okay, um, at the beginning of the year, I had a $12.6 million lifetime limit for gifting. Mm-hmm. I've just given away a million dollars to my kid. And now um, I, what's left is $11.6 million for the rest of my life. That so I did I understand that right? So anything under fifteen k. Just the, keep, yeah, I, IRS doesn't care about. Doesn't care. Okay, it, they gotcha. don't want to know every time you send a grandkid a, a, a birthday ten, card, ten bucks, or, right? Exactly. They just don't want to know. So yeah. they have to set the limit somewhere. The limit right now is about mm-hmm. sixteen thousand dollars. So, but I, I'm assuming it's it's very important to at yeah. least you know make sure that uh, that you let them know if you've got a financial advisor, if yes. you've got a CPA, you got yes. you know make sure that they know yes. to do that, right? Yes. Or they probably already know. You have to be really really careful with that. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times people to make the mistake of just gifting. And so if you just gift and you don't let the IRS know, yeah. there can be some really severe consequences there and penalties, and, and there's no coming back from it, really. Right. So if I don't let the IRS know, then the IRS is going to pretty much presume that I wanted to pay that tax, oh. um, yeah. which is just downright silly on their part because I've never seen a tax I wanted to pay. But yeah. they're going to assume that, and it's an irrebuttable assumption, and now you're messed over. That's right. Uh, so we know that uh, we can do the gifting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, once again, I you know me, my yeah. gla- my glass is always half empty. Yeah, yeah. I'm always looking for yeah. the, uh, the the potholes and things in the, yeah. the speed bumps I'm going to yeah. trip over. What do we need to watch out for? And so you do, you have to be really careful. You know, unfortunately, there's nothing that's really simple in this life anymore. You'd think that, you know, just giving your kids something would be as easy as falling off that rutabaga truck we always talk about. Mm-hmm. But it's really not. Turns out that 
get fallen off the rutabaga truck now is even hard, right? There's all sorts of things you can hit on on the way to the ground. Yeah. Um. So you have to be really, really careful. You know, there's there's a lot of issues you want to be careful of when you gift. First, I'd say is you don't want to endanger your own estate. If you don't have enough in assets, if, if you're in a position where you're going to need your assets to retire, mm-hmm. um, then you know what? You probably don't want to be giving your kids anything right now. You probably don't want to be giving anything to other charities right now. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to use that money to make sure that you're going to be okay. Don't endanger yourself in order to give something to others. Uh, another issue that comes up is a capital gains issue, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be really, really careful with capital gains taxes. If you go, so capital gains is a tax that's basically, it's based off of uh, the difference between what you purchase a home for and what you sell a home for. Right. And so it, you have to be careful if you just give your home to your kids, um, you're going to really really messing them over from a capital gains perspective. Yeah. They're going to inherit your capital gains in the home and and that's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. So you're going to want to talk to an attorney. You're going to want to talk to an accountant about those issues. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, gifting can be part of the plan. But like I've been saying, you just have to be careful with it. The tax ramifications and the other penalties for doing this kind of gifting wrong can just be enormous. Can they uh, give you a quick email? Absolutely. If they want to talk to you about it? Absolutely. So if gifting is something you've been thinking about doing, if you've kind of had it in the back of your mind that you want to give your kids something or you want to leave your church something or something along those lines, give us a call. Come in, sit down. Believe me, it's going to be worth your time just to avoid those pitfalls. So contact us. Uh, You can reach us at radio at safeharborlegal.com. You can also call and make an appointment, 360-746-7169. Believe me, with the... With how these penalties are are structured for mm-hmm. incorrectly gifting, you're gonna want to talk to someone before you. Come I just make sounded that step. like an old man when I said, "Give you an email." It was, it was like ah. we're going over the web willy nilly. No, I send, wasn't even gonna bring it up. Yeah, send him an email. Have you ever eaten a rutabaga? By the way, you always talk about rutabaga trucks. You know, I think my mom puts them in her stew. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What uh, What are we gonna talk about next? So next, we got a good one. This we're gonna, gonna talk be... about recipes for a rutabaga stew. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And long term care benefits for veterans. That's, uh, that's coming up next on uh, the Aging Hour here on KGLI. <laughs> Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. What's the single biggest financial threat to a successful retirement? Uncovered long-term care costs. The average cost of care in a nursing home in Washington State is $10,000 per month. Even a good-sized estate can quickly run out of money with those kinds of costs. You need care, but you don't want to leave a bill behind for your family. So what if there was another way? What if you could transfer onto governmental benefits so your spouse wouldn't have to spend down all their money? 
What if you could give your family all the tools they need to get you out of a rehab facility and recovering in your own home? What if you knew you would never become a burden on your loved ones? All of this is possible with a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Don't let a lack of planning steal your retirement or your loved one's future. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can give you a dignified retirement and give your family peace of mind. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. A properly operating furnace will guarantee that you stay comfortable as the seasons change. Contact West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric for a system inspection today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Yeah, we're back on the Aging Hour. Thanks for making us part of your Saturday. Always powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Phil, George, elder law attorney with that fine establishment uh, with us here. I'm Bill Davis. If uh, you happen to have been too busy, maybe you missed an episode, I I don't know, a telephone number, just an article, anything that uh, we've been talking about here, uh, we always load our podcast up at uh, KGMI.com on our podcast page. Uh, You'll say, well, actually, you know something? I don't think you're on our podcast. Podcast page. I think you're actually on KGMI programs. You know, oh, when, when you're looking yeah. at the website, we have yeah. a podcast page. Yeah. But actually, if you go to KGMI programs uh-huh. and scroll down, ah. you'll see Safe Harbor. And if you yeah. click on Safe Harbor there, yeah. You can get uh, the uh, the podcast uh, of the show. Now I'm totally confused. You Absolutely. see, but other avenues also. Yes. So uh, so if you were to Google uh, the Aging Hour KGMI, mm-hmm. it should take you right to uh, a link for. Uh, to to find those those mm-hmm. different episodes, but you can find us other places too. You can go to my website at safeharborlegal.com. You can go to Spreaker.com. You can go to Spotify. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, really anywhere where you find podcasts. You can find uh, you can find these different shows that we've been putting on. All these different jewels that Bill and I lay out for you every <laughs> every single weekend, where we talk about everything that has to do with aging. If there's something that you've missed, if there's something you want to share with a loved one, if there's something that you think. Uh, might help a neighbor. Um, absolutely, it's all there. And you know what? If you have trouble finding it or if you have a question, 
give me a call. Uh, I just sent a link the other day to a very nice lady who sent me an email and asked me if she could uh, get a link to uh, segment three in episode 24. And uh, yeah, there it was. So yeah. I, and I helped her out. Just sent her a link. Yeah, one of these days, we, we need to bring a camera in here and start videoing this yeah. and putting it up on YouTube. Uh, you know what? I think you're right. What do you think? I love it. Let's but do it. But then again, that just means we'd have to get dressed up. <laughs> No, you know, I don't think there's a dress code for uh, YouTube at all. I don't think there is either. Okay. Um, you had a client question yes. Yes, uh, yes. about uh, veterans. Uh, a young lady said, my husband's a veteran. Mm-hmm. Um, she wanted to know what kind of benefits might be open to him uh, for retirement or possibly um, if she's got to deal with long-term care in the mm-hmm. future. A great question. Uh, you know, I think this is something that people get all the time. You know, and first of all, I'd like to, you know, obviously thank her husband for his service. Yes. Uh, but the benefit benefit that they're talking about there is actually called aid and attendance. I don't believe I have ever heard you mention this on mm-hmm. this show, have I? Aid, I don't believe uh, so. give me give me an idea. What's aid so, and attendance all aid about? Aid and attendance is basically uh, the VA version of 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 Medicaid kind of okay. where what they do is they help pay for the cost of long-term care in an assisted living facility, a home care, nursing care, adult daycare, some independent living facilities, but they help cover the cost of long term care for for veterans and the spouses of veterans okay um can we talk dollars? Absolutely. What, what do they get? So, and this number goes up every year. Or these numbers, I should say, go up every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, a married veteran can get up to about $2,600 per month. A mm-hmm. uh, single veteran can get up to about $2,200 a month. And the spouse of a veteran, mm-hmm. right, the spouse of a veteran can get up to about $1,400 a month. Okay. So, so, yeah. so that, I mean, that's okay. You know, yeah. 20, you, know, you go anywhere from $1,400. Excuse me, to twenty six hundred. Sure. But if I remember right, and yeah. and again, I'm uh, I'm I'm no rocket surgeon, sure. but but I'm no doorknob either. Uh, <laughs> I I think I've heard you on the past talk yeah. about long term care usually cost you about ten grand a month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that just sounds like that kind of take makes a little dent. Right. And so the idea when it comes to long-term care is is plugging these holes for as long as you can until you can get on to Medicaid, right? Ah, okay. Uh, and yeah. so if uh, I, I kind usually... Of a, kind of stopgap in, in Exactly. A it's okay. absolutely All a right. stopgap. Okay. It just helps us cover those costs. So if we have to wade through like a, a Medicaid penalty period, which is sometimes, or we have a, a private pay period or something mm-hmm. along those lines, then what we do is we use uh, aid and attendance um, in the initial part of any kind of sickness and then once those penalty periods or private pay periods are over then we can jump on to a Medicaid and so mm. that's that's mm-hmm. usually the way that I use uh, aid and attendance is like I said as, as a stop gap so to speak I, I add that to uh, whatever income that they have and then mm. you know we have to use their savings to plug up the rest during those and and once again you're using terminology I'm not sure we've talked about before private pay period <clears throat> yeah. what's, uh, what's that good question and mm. so uh, when a person needs long-term care, right? When they need help with their activities of daily living. Mm-hmm. So um, when they have to need help with eating or bathing or dressing or toileting, or et cetera, mm-hmm. and they move to an adult family home or they have to move to an adult family home or an assisted living facility, 
These places want the person to play, pay privately for a period of time before they will accept Medicaid. Mm. Um, you see, what Medicaid will do is, let's say, for example, if you're going to go to an assisted living facility and okay. this assisted living facility is going to say to you, okay, Phil, you're, you're coming into our, uh, into our facility now. We're going to charge you. We're going to charge your family $10,000 a month. Medicaid then will come in once you get on Medicaid and they'll go, no, 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 no. We're not going to give you $10,000 a month. Hmm. We're going to give you $8,000 a month. Okay. And so uh, these housing facilities just, I mean, like any other business, they're there to make money. Mm -hmm. They want to get paid privately for absolutely as long as possible before they will allow someone to access Medicaid. And so usually it's a a two-year waiting limit right now. Um, That's a lot of times that's something that you can renegotiate and restructure. But right now it's about two years. And Mm -hmm. again, um, if there is that private pay period, then we use aid and attendance to kind of plug those gaps. So it's my understanding Medicaid can foot the entire bill sometimes, but uh-huh. th- like you said, housing facilities, yeah. they want to make some money. They're not big fans of Medicaid. Exactly right. Yeah. And, th- and that's, that's, and so plugging these gaps, right? Uh, if mm-hmm. I have a two, if I have two years that I know that I'm not going to have Medicaid, how can I, how can I cover this? What can I do? And so, you know, yeah. I look at the person's income, uh, I look at the family savings. I look at any other benefits they might be, have available, and part of that is aid in attendance. You know, mm-hmm. if it's a if it's a married veteran, and I can add twenty six hundred dollars to uh, to the kitty, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then that that's taken away a, a pretty big burden from the family. And so, uh, again, it, it helps. Uh, aid in attendance helps absolutely to kind of cover some of these costs for the mm-hmm. period of time it takes to work through these private pay periods. Yeah. Well, it just it sounds like you're trying to get through the private pay period yep. until. You get Medicaid to take over the payments. Now, now that's making sense to me. Mm -hmm. So um, aid and attendance. I Mm -hmm. assume there are... are, Do you have to jump through hoops or the qualifications? What what do you have to do to get that? It's the VA. Uh, And so, you know, every time that I've talked to a veteran about the VA, first their eyes roll around in their head like, oh, dealing with bureaucracy. But so, yeah, you know, but they do have a lot of different rules. You must have served at least 90 days of active duty uh, with at least one day during an eligible period of wartime. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't mean you had to have been in combat theater. It doesn't mean you had to have boots on the ground or fired a weapon or anything like that. Sure. But you do have to have 90 days of active duty with at least one day during an eligible period of war. And so right now that's uh, World War II, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, um, and then the, the Desert Wars yeah. that we mm-hmm. had. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you must have had anything other than a dishonorable discharge. So if you had a dishonorable discharge, then you can't go for aid and attendance, okay. anything else, and you're okay. Uh, a surviving spouse must have been married to the veteran. So if you're a spouse trying to go for this or a surviving spouse, um, so if, if if I had been a veteran and my wife was looking to get on aid and attendance after I passed away um, – she can only do that as long as she wouldn't have got as she didn't marry anybody else. Right. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Now there are also the functional and financial requirements. So you have to require assistance with the activities of daily living. Uh, they're not just going to give you this money. You have to prove to them that you're so sick that you actually need to go into this kind of care. Mm-hmm. Um, there are financial requirements. They're not nearly as strict as the Medicaid requirements are. 
um, they're in the, you know, your tens and tens of thousands of dollars you can have to your name as opposed to only $2,000 to your name. Mm -hmm. And you have to be uh, at least 65 years of age or older, or sometimes if you're totally disabled, you can get on there too. Um, if somebody wanted to get help with uh, aid and attendance, I'm, I'm assuming Google might not be your best friend right. uh, on this one. All right? Where Where's the best place? What would somebody do if they say, okay, I think I qualify. Yep. Who do you contact? What do you yep. do? So there are a lot of, you have to be real careful with, you know, there's a lot of people trying to take advantage of veterans well, sure. out there. So you have to be really, really careful. You want to go to a VA accredited attorney. And currently I'm not. I'm not a VA accredited attorney, although I'm, I'm working on that accreditation. But so you want to go to an attorney that has VA accreditation. My personal opinion, though, is the clients that I have had that have had the best luck to getting on to aid and attendance the fastest have gone through service organizations, oh. places like um, – uh, the American Legion mm -hmm. or the VFW, the, mm -hmm. you go in there, um, you know, you become a brother or sister of that, that group, um, and you can work through them to get on these different kinds of, of benefits. And a lot of times the connections that those people have, you know, uh, they have buddies that, you know, work in the VA, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. They've worked with other people that have gone through. Those connections really, really help a lot when you're talking about uh, a system like the VA has. Huh. Mm -hmm. Excellent. We're almost out of time. We, we got the are. wrap up next, we right? Are. That's my favorite. Yeah. Okay. We'll be doing that next here on uh, KGMI, the Aging Hour, brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes. No being forced out of your home against your wishes and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. 
Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. We're back for our final segment of the Aging Hour, brought to you by and powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Uh, their representative here is uh, Phil George. He's an mm-hmm. elder law attorney. If you would uh, like to suggest a topic, you got a question uh, for Phil, per, pretty much any subject about aging. And by the way, we'll we'll have a complete list of uh, pretty much everything you cover mm-hmm. here oh, yeah. uh, towards the end of the, end of the segment. Uh, you can call Phil, 360-746-7169. You can also email the show radio at safeharborlegal.com. We had a lot of good uh, stuff today. A lot of I, good stuff. You're, my favorite segment, uh, you, you, you talked with passion yeah. uh, about the local senior yeah. centers here. And it's, it's, a, it's a great place. And believe me, if you've got this image in your mind of a senior center being a place where people go to just kind of sit in the corner and drool, mm-hmm. this, nope. isn't, this isn't what you're talking about. Nope. These places uh, are unless super you're into active. That. <laughs> right? Unless you want to go to a place. They, they might have a well, room for you. Well, this is not the place you don't want to go. If you you know go somewhere else, you exactly. want to go. You want to see people drool. Exactly. Although, why would you anyway? <laughs> anyway, yeah. these places are so active. They're, like I said, there there's a really competitive pool. There's there's ping pong. There's a weightlifting facility and classes and and just about anything that you could think of. And just a lot of really nice people who are you know they're like minded people who who have also gone through the last 3 years of isolation and yeah this is a great place for people to and, go you know they may be competitive yeah. but uh, they do it nicely they uh, unlike football players they don't talk smack do they? Uh, they do not talk smack that's right <laughs> uh we we also uh talked a little bit about uh, gifting uh in your estate plan yep. like um you know a good idea bad yeah. idea when you do it you had a yeah. lot of great info we there we did we yeah. talked about uh, when it was a good idea you know if it fits into how much money you have if uh, we talked about doing it to help get you onto long-term care we talked about doing it for estate tax purposes we talked about how much you can give uh, which is you know a lot of people think it's a sixteen thousand dollars a year but it's actually 12.6 million as long as you make sure you fill out the right forms mm-hmm. and we talked about when it was a bad idea if you don't have enough money or if you know it's uh, just something you're doing to appease your kids or you know, if it just doesn't make sense, uh, then you know what? Then sometimes gifting is an absolute bad idea too. The mm-hmm. big thing with gifting is you just have to be super careful how you do it and how you set it up. Mm-hmm. Um, you're already making this gift. Don't make, don't put yourself in a position where you're also going to be giving the federal government a great big gift too, just because mm-hmm. you did it incorrectly. Yeah. 
Um, in our third segment here yeah. on the show on uh, the Aging Hour, powered by uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, uh, we were talking a lot about veterans, uh-huh. and especially uh, we had a question uh, about long-term care. Yeah. And I know it. Yeah, I'm I'm going to put this in the uh, armed forces yes. uh, phraseology. It's it's a landmine field. Yeah, that it you've is. got to be very very careful. It is about how you traipse through this. Right, it, it really is. And so, uh, long-term care for benef- benefits for veterans. It's called aid and attendance. Mm -hmm. Um, They will give, so just rough numbers on average, they'll give the sick veteran up to about $2,400, $2,500 a month. They'll give a sick spouse up to about $1,400 a month. Um, we use these payments as kind of a stopgap to well, help us get through a period of time. Well, because you've told me before that it's, is it 15 grand? About 10,000 10, 10 is on average. Yeah, 10,000 uh, yep, for, for long-term care. care for pretty much the rest of your life. Exactly. Once you get into that. Exactly right. So the, the, 20, the 1,400 to 2,600, uh-huh. not meant to cover all of it because right. obviously uh, it, it doesn't, but it's a good way to get there. Exactly right. Yeah. It's a good way to get to that point. Mm-hmm. So we might have to tighten our belts for the few, first few couple of years. Well, we use that and other money to help cover those costs before Medicaid can kick in. But it, it is a good way to do that. I know a lot of people have reached the point where they're just kind of, it feels like when they apply for aid and attendance, they've just been beating their heads against the walls because it's it, they end up running into these brick walls. Um, talk to your local um, your local organizations like the American Legion, like the VFW, those types of places. I've had clients that have had a lot of luck with mm-hmm. those types of organizations helping them get on to aid and attendance. Uh, a VA accredited attorney. A VA not a bad idea. Attorney. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Uh, as well. Uh, which by the way you're you are inching towards, are inching you? Inching towards. Absolutely. Yeah. Is that is that like a lot of classes or yeah, basically. Okay. But right. I think the biggest thing you know, even after I get my accreditation, I would probably still steer people towards the um, service organizations. Right. Um, just because mm-hmm. they do such a good job. Yeah. Well, in in um, shows past, uh, yeah. Phil Phil George with us, uh, elder law attorney with uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know you've done you know regular seminars at um, you know uh, was it like Northwest End, yeah. Uh, yeah, places yeah. like the that. Marriott's but up uh, there. but yeah, yeah. Marriott. Uh, but um, outside of that, yeah. uh, do you do you go out like to talk to groups uh, with yeah. educational seminars? Do you go to organizations? I mean, are you Absolutely. available? For doing things like that. Yeah. And I think that that is, you know, it's something that, uh, to be quite honest with you, I'd be happy to do more of. So Mm -hmm. um, not too long ago, I was able to talk to the the wonderful patrol men and women here for the Bellingham Police Department during some of their training. Uh, Talk to them about uh, what they should be looking for and thinking about when it comes to their their estate planning documents, some of those things they can accomplish. So it was a, a good educational seminar for them. Um, and so, yeah, if, if you've got a group out there that you think could really benefit from from having, uh, you know, a, a, an elder law attorney come in and talk to them about about those things that they should be thinking about when it comes time for their estate planning, the documents that they should be looking at, how they should be approaching their estate planning to make sure that they get the most out of that experience so they can really set themselves up for success, mm-hmm. absolutely reach out. And so this is for people, you know, if, if uh, you're part of a, a labor union and you've got a group of people that are getting ready to retire or you've got a church group and you'd like somebody to talk to them or, or a fraternal order of a couple of weeks from now, I'm going to be speaking to uh, some Knights of Columbus gentlemen down in, in uh, the Skagit Valley, mm-hmm. or if you've got a book club or a garden club or anything like that, um, you know, go ahead, give us a call. I'm always happy to come out. You know, if the, if the situation is right, I'm happy to come out there. I'm happy to give a talk. 
talk to people about, you know, what they should be looking for, those things they should be thinking about. You know, there's nothing I like more than the sound of my own voice. So <laughs> this is nice. a, it's a great it's a great opportunity for me, but it's also a really good opportunity for for the people in your groups too to uh, be able to ask questions, to to learn about some of these different documents because I have to tell you, you know, um, more than 70% of these retirement plans fail. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they fail when plan families need them the most. And failing, you know, we talk about this quite a bit, but failing looks like, you know, running out of money due to uncovered long-term care costs or mm-hmm. paying too much in death taxes yep. or or being forced into, to you know, out of your home and into a nursing home or, or becoming a burden on your loved ones. And that's either, you know, your family having to give up their job to take care of you or, or them just kind of fighting like cats and dogs after you pass. So, you know, I can... When I sit down and I talk to people at these educational seminars, what I'm doing is I'm showing them a different way to think about this type of planning, about how to approach it correctly so that they can set themselves up for success. Well, I know they can call you at mm-hmm. uh, 360-746-7169. You yeah. can uh, send Phil an email if you'd yeah. like him to uh, speak to your organization or just talk to him about uh, how, how to make sure you're not one of the 70% Absolutely. Uh, that, that failed. That's uh, radio at safeharborlegal.com. Uh, some of the things uh, you'll cover, you've got a long laundry list, don't oh, you? Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security benefits, anything, veterans benefits like we did today, aging mm-hmm. parents, wills, trusts, probates, housing issues, geriatric doctors, the economy, the mariners, reverse mortgage. Mortgages, you name it. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. What? Did you say the Mariners? I did. Okay. Uh-huh. They're coming up here pretty soon. <laughs> it, it, it is. And I, I know you always uh, love being in here on Saturday. Absolutely. Yeah. And I want to thank you for joining us. And don't forget to tune in next Saturday at 1. Folks, you don't have to set your family up for failure in retirement. If there's one thing I want you to get from this show, it's that. So let me show you how to set your family up for success. Hey, will you come in next week and mm-hmm. uh, do it all over again? You know I will. That's Phil George, uh, Elder Law Attorney, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, powering the aging hour here. Here on KGMI, right around the corner, a quick look into what's going on around the world with the CBS News. We'll have a uh, also an update from the KGMI Newsroom and our friends from the RN Travel Show. Yeah, they got some good stuff as to where we're going to be going on vacation shortly. That's all coming up next on KGMI.